Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Dharma. I am your host, Heather Love. I'm excited you're here. I'm doing a special eight-week series based on the teachings in The Book of Joy, authored by Douglas Abrams. This book has changed my life, and I wanted to share it with you. In 2015, good friends, His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Archbishop Desmond Tutu met in India over the course of a week to discuss the nature of joy and obstacles to reaching it. Together, they offered eight pillars of joy, which provide the foundation for lasting happiness. In this series, we'll break down each pillar in detail so that you will have the tools you need to find pure joy. I have highlighted so many passages in my copy of the book. I will talk about some of these highlights during the episodes, but would love for you to pick up your own copy and pick out your own favorite parts. Please join me in finding lasting happiness in a changing world. Pillar 8. Generosity. This is it, the last pillar of the eight pillars of joy. The first four pillars were qualities of the mind, and the last four pillars are qualities of the heart. Last week, we talked about what compassion is and how it is our basic human nature, and it is only through our experiences that we learn differently. We are actually hardwired to connect to and care about others. We talked about the difference between self-compassion and compassion for others and how you cannot show genuine compassion for others if you do not have compassion for yourself. We talked about the importance of having compassion for others while also maintaining your sovereignty and not losing yourself in the process. We also talked about those thoughts and prayers we see all over social media and if they really do anything. If you haven't given it a listen yet, I invite you to go check it out. As we move on to the topic of generosity, I have a special gift for you. I am so grateful to those of you that have been here with me throughout the last eight weeks while I have talked about something I am so passionate about, joy. I truly believe that we are all here to experience joy in this lifetime and to help others learn to do the same. Somewhere along the way into adulthood, we begin to take life really seriously and we forget to play and have fun. It is my mission to help others remember who they are, what they love, and how to live a life that they are excited about again. I believe with my whole heart that this is possible if we believe it to be true. It is because of this that I want to help others find their own purpose so that they can begin to live life on their terms again. I am happy to announce that I have created a beautiful workbook that is yours for free to help guide you through the beginning steps of this process. Just go to the link in the show notes or in my Instagram bio to get on my email list and I will send you 25 journal prompts to get you started on your journey of finding your purpose. If you've always felt like you were meant to do more in this world, but felt overwhelmed, this will help get your creative juices flowing. I am honored to share this with you. So pick up this free offering today. Chances are we've all heard the word generosity, but what does it mean really? For me, it means giving to others without expectation. 
One of my favorite things to do is gift gifts. I actually think I'm generally a pretty awesome gift giver when I'm given the chance to be creative because I really like to consider who people are and what they would love when I'm picking out something for them, whether it's store-bought or something I make myself. Do you ever just know that someone is going to love something and you can't wait to see their faces when they open the gift? To me, that is pure joy. Nothing beats that feeling of knowing that you made someone's day. I am honestly a really hard person to surprise because I just know things that I have no reason for knowing other than I just do. It's hard to explain, but there have been very few times in my life when I have been truly surprised. Yes, there's definitely been a few, but there have been a lot more when people think they're surprising me and I've actually known for a while. Don't worry, I don't ruin it for anyone, and I want them to enjoy all the work they put into surprising me by being generous. And that said, I really, really, really love surprising people in the best way myself. Until a couple of years ago, I didn't know that people actually hire other people to buy gifts for them, and I really think I missed my calling with that. But the point is that this all leads back to generosity. When you take so much time to do something so considerate for another person and you don't expect a single thing in return, that is being generous. And I hate to tell you, but if you're expecting even a thank you, then that is not you giving generously. Do I think people should show gratitude when someone does something nice? Yes, of course. Good manners are a thing. But if you are giving or doing something and just waiting for that big show of appreciation, then you have a different motive than being generous. You are looking for validation from someone else so that you can know you did something good instead of just trusting that they are grateful. As much as I believe in gratitude, I am sure there have been times in my life when I have forgotten to say thank you or to let someone know that I'm so happy they thought of me. If you're feeling a little miffed that someone hasn't actually come out to give thanks, do your best to remind yourself that they probably love it so much that they just forgot. And maybe sometimes there will be times where you don't even know the person. Have you ever donated to a cause, whether it's money or items or even volunteering? I would say that most of the time you never know who the recipient is of your kindness. That is true generosity. You are giving without expectation. One of my favorite things to do when I go out to eat is actually give the server a 100% tip. I do this several times a year. And in fact, I just did it this weekend because my birthday is in a few days. And one of my favorite ways to celebrate is by making someone else's day awesome. For one, servers are very underpaid, especially for the amount of work they do. So I want them to know how much I appreciate them. And I also think it sets a really great example for my daughters. I want them to know that this is how we do things so that when they get older and they're paying for their own meals, that maybe they'll carry on their tradition. I have never stuck around to see the servers read the note that I leave for them, thanking them for a great experience, but I can only imagine that it puts a smile on their faces. In this chapter of the book, they talk about how math logic would tell you that by giving to others, that it would then subtract from you. But the truth is that logic 
doesn't apply here as it doesn't in many things when it comes to the spiritual world. But what happens is truly a gift to both you and the other person. When you give to others without expectation, you are then making space for more to be given to you. They also talk about the fact that not everyone is generous, but the good news is that you can learn to enjoy it. The more you practice generosity, the more you will begin to have fun with it and have the desire to be generous. Many religions around the world have giving to charity a core pillar of what they do and what they stand for. As the Archbishop explained, we receive when we give. If you've been around for any time at all, you know that I talk about purpose a lot. So I was excited to see the correlation between purpose and generosity in this chapter. According to the book, they talk about how a sense of purpose is fundamentally about how we can be of service to others and how generous we are. There are studies that have been done that have said that those that have a high sense of purpose are more than 50% less likely to develop Alzheimer's. Compassion and generosity not only make us healthier, they are what make our lives joyful and meaningful. When you think about the people that you admire most, generally speaking, they're going to be the ones that have a way of making you feel like you are the most important person in that moment. This is being generous with their time and energy. So it doesn't always have to be about money or material things. Think about the last time someone wasn't generous with their time and you felt like you were bothering them as they were looking at their phone while you were talking and barely giving you any acknowledgement that you were even in the room. When you have someone's undivided attention, you really feel seen and heard and you can't put a price on that. I am not perfect at this. Any mom knows how easily your attention can be split among many different things. I know sometimes my kids get upset when they are both talking to me at the same time and I can physically only hear and respond to one of them at a time. This is a part of being human. However, I do invite you to try to be in the present moment with others as much as possible and see how they respond to you being more engaged. Be generous with your time and see what a difference it can make. To close out this series, I am going to read a passage from the book, which so beautifully summarizes how all eight of these pillars are interconnected and why they are so essential to living a joyful life. This comes from page 275. When we practice a generosity of spirit, we are in many ways practicing all the other pillars of joy. In generosity, there is a wider perspective in which we see our connection to all others. There is a humility that recognizes our place in the world and acknowledges that at another time, we could be the one in need, whether that need is material, emotional, or spiritual. There is a sense of humor and an ability to laugh at ourselves that we do not take ourselves too seriously. There is an acceptance of life in which we do not force life to be other than what it is. There is a forgiveness of others and a release of what might have otherwise been. There is a gratitude for all that we have been given. Finally, we see others with a deep compassion and a desire to help those in need. And from this comes a generosity that recognizes helping others as helping ourselves. 
I am honored that you have allowed me to guide you through this book, which has had such an impact on my life. If you have felt inspired by this series, I would love for you to leave me a five-star rating or review wherever you listen to podcasts. This helps others find me more easily so that together we can raise the vibration of the planet. Until next time, thank you for listening and have a magical day. If you love conversations like this, I invite you to head on over to my free Facebook community where you'll find like-minded people who are also interested in living their best lives. If you've struggled to be understood or feel like your friends never quite got you, you no longer need to feel alone on your journey. This is a safe place to show up as your authentic self and connect with others as they do the same. We provide love, support, and resources to you, knowing that the best is yet to come. Join us in the Best Days Ahead community on Facebook by clicking on the link in the show notes or in my Instagram bio. See you in there.